Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Ground. We're excited this week to talk about future-focused leadership. You know, as leaders, so often we get bogged down in what's happening in the now. But one of the things that's really important is for us to be visionaries and to think about the future and to focus our efforts around that leader future-focused leadership. And of course, Leadership with LaToya wouldn't be what it is without its co-host, Dr. Michael Wakesness. What's up, Mike? How's it going, LaToya? It's going well. It's going well. I'm excited to talk about future-focused leadership with you. You know, it's always difficult for us to decide on a topic. We have so many things we want to talk about, but with National Principles Month being here, I think this is an important subject for us to discuss. Certainly, certainly. You know, one of the, the things that we both did when we were principals is think about how we can prepare our current assistant principals for the principalship. Now, you have usually a, a range of um, desires among assistant principals. I think most of them want to be a principal someday, not all of them, and certainly that's okay. But um, typically, in my experiences, I've found that most assistant principals are looking to eventually become principals. So I really tried to work, and I know when we were together in a school, we tried to work on helping our assistant principals gain experiences that would help prepare them for the principalship. Certainly. I think that is uh, probably one of the biggest tasks of, of leaders, Mike, and that is to prepare future leaders. And so some of that comes down to not only working with uh, those folks who are in uh, leadership positions and roles like assistant principals or teacher leaders, but looking for folks who are leaders but may or may not see that in themselves, but you see their leadership potential and capabilities. Talk to us a little bit about how you think principals can capitalize on those sort of quiet leaders in their building. Well, I think the first, you know, when the first principal I worked for, Dr. Herbst, who is still my mentor, he talked about, you know, as a principal, you really should have lined up in your mind, you know, a future succession plan for um, assistant principals in your school. And uh, so just looking at the teacher. So really what you're saying, you know, going towards those um situations where you can kind of pull a leader out of the midst of someone that may not even want to be a leader. And looking back on that, I kind of see that's what he did with me. I guess he saw something in me and said, hey, you know, you might should think about going into leadership. So uh, I think it's it's looking for someone who you can tell has that internal drive, uh, someone who's very organized, someone who is detail-oriented, uh, someone who really is not afraid to try something new. You know, if it's someone that is always resistant to everything, may not be a good choice. And I'm not saying that you have to be, you know, for everything, um, but you're, you're looking for someone who's willing to go that extra mile and someone who um, is open to thinking about things differently and thinking about uh, how they do their work and how they can improve in their work. Certainly, certainly. I think that that flexibility and adaptability um, is so important for leaders because, you know, it, no matter what your field, uh, but certainly in education, it is an ever-changing landscape. And what leadership looks like in education now, today in 2017, and what it looked like 20 years ago is completely different. What are some of the ways, key ways, Mike, you think school leadership has changed over the last uh, 20 years? And, and what do you think uh, future-focused leaders uh, would be preparing for? I think we, you know, we've kind of hit on this in other episodes, how much it's changed. It's drastically different. I was a principal for 10 years, and it changed a lot in those 10 years. I would love to talk with a principal who has been uh, in that position for 20 years or 25 years. It, it's just, it's so different. It's, uh, you know, for a variety of reasons. But I think really looking for future leaders, it's someone that is 
creative, flexible, adaptable, uh, strong. It's just, you know, there's, there's so many, there's so many different characteristics you're looking for, but I think one of them really is, is, is adaptable. You mentioned that word earlier because you have so many different things thrown at you and everything, you know, the accountability is usually a, a moving target. So someone that's adaptable is a, is a quality I would look for. And then if it's assistant principals in my current building, I'm thinking of ways that I can give them experiences that they will need to be able to discuss maybe at a potential interview. So when they get a job as a principal, they have some experiences. So not pigeonholing uh, where uh, an assistant principal only does discipline or only does books, but really giving them a variety of experiences where they are truly leading adults. And that would be the same thing for your teacher leaders. So if your teacher leader is interested in becoming an assistant principal, how can you give them experiences so they're prepared when they have an interview for the position of leading adults? You know, in schools, we're always leading kids, but how do we help these adults get experiences in leading and working with other adults? Yeah, you know, Mike, I think one of the things new leaders do very well in the realm of school leadership that is a little bit different from leadership 20 years ago, even say 10 years ago, is the networking piece, the professional learning network piece. I think, you know, it's always been said that leadership's lonely at the top. But today there are lots of options for leaders to be a part of commu different communities of practice, um, whether that is virtually, online, through Twitter, or other platforms, or Facebook groups. Um, there are a lot of options and opportunities for principals to collaborate with others who are doing the same practice. And I think that collaboration has been born out of the shift in the principalship from a, a, a very managerial building facility focused sort of role to really instructional leadership and more so, Mike. And I, I think specifically, I think specifically about our most recent experience as co-principals, more so, you know, improving your ability to creatively problem solve. That's something I think today's principals have to have that wasn't necessarily a necessity a long time ago because there are all kinds of things happening in our schools that require uh, creativity and innovation in how we solve for those challenges we're facing. Certainly, and, and you, you hit it right on the head, you know, do that in a collaborative manner. So uh, where can you reach out to somebody that has maybe gone through that experience before, or maybe if they haven't gone through that same experience, something similar or the same type of process. So even before we worked in the same building, we were calling each other, texting each other, talking at meetings, um, and we both are very active on Twitter and, you know, really interact with other leaders because I think it's kind of, silly to think that you know all the answers or you should know all the answers or you should be able to figure out everything on your own, that's not sustainable leadership. So being willing to reach out to others and learn with them, share with them, I think that's critical for, for all roles in education, especially leaders. Yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned the need to feel like the expert in everything and, and knowing all the answers and having all the solutions uh, solely on your own accord as a principal. And, and what made that really ring a bell in my brain is that I was having a conversation just last night with a brand new principal in his first year of the principalship. And, and what he shared with me is that he's really struggling with his own need to be perfect, with a, a perfectionistic type tendency. And I basically said back to him, you know, you've got to give up this need to be perfect and you've got to think more about how to be resilient. And I said, you know, if I had it to do it over again, 
I would have focused at the beginning less on trying to be perfect at what what I was doing as a leader, but more on building my resilience because the perfection is never going to happen. We know that in our in our logical, rational minds, but in our idealistic minds, we want to believe that there's an opportunity that we could get things just so. So I, I would say to new leaders out there, work on your ability to bounce back from obstacles and how to move forward from them and not be bogged down by them, and then help others build their own resiliency. I think it's a key part of leadership to be able to be resilient. I think so, too. And that's, you know, we talked about last week about kind of, you know, having that badge of honor where you could do everything and you're going to attend every single event and you are going to be this, you know, perfect principal. It's, it's hard to it's hard to live up to that. And I don't know that it's sustainable. And it's okay not to be perfect. You know, nobody's perfect. And we kind of feel that need sometimes as, as principals, but it's okay. Um, you know, if you don't not make every perfect decision, because that's realistically not going to happen anyway. Yeah. And here's, here's what this particular person said. He said, it kills me. It absolutely kills me that I don't know the answer for everything. Or if I don't feel like I'm the smartest person in the room for that particular subject. You know, Mike, we talked some last last week about how principals needed to be seen and operate in some ways, perhaps, like CEOs, according to an article that was tweeted out. Uh, not necessarily our, our uh, individual perspectives, but that that's a thought by some. You know, one of the things, though, I think we can learn from the business community is that the leaders don't have to be the expert in every single facet of their organization. What they have to be good at is building a vision and finding talent, cultivating and developing talent, putting the pieces together to accomplish goals and objectives. So if there's some way we could, in future-focused leadership, Think about how the role of the principal isn't necessarily to be the expert in reading specialist, to be the expert in special education, to be the expert in English uh, language proficiency, to be the expert in, in all of the various instructional strategies and assessment. But it's really about being able to identify talent, knowing what those needs are, and put those pieces together to create an organization where where, where goodness and excellence can thrive and happen, and there are supportive conditions for that work. Your thoughts on that, Mike? Well, I think that's a perfect segue back into the very topic of this conversation is building future leaders, because in order to do all those things, you need to have other high-caliber leaders with you. So what are you doing to build up the leadership skills of your assistant principals, your teacher leaders? Because everything you said is so perfectly correct. And in order to get there, you really need to have a great team. So that goes right back to the importance of building a solid leadership team, including teachers, teachers, leaders, administrators, uh, and making sure that you have that team approach. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so, Mike, with that being said, um, that brings us to the close of our show. We're getting close to the end of October. Folks, we're going to be spending our time putting some final touches on Leadership with Latoya, the e-magazine. Uh, we won't be releasing it right at the end of October, but look for it shortly before Thanksgiving for our second edition. We're going to have some great articles in there for you to read. We hope you'll continue, continue joining us for Leadership with Latoya as we work to bring you the best podcast in leadership. Until next time, be you, be true, be a hope builder. This is Leadership with Latoya for Leaders on the Grow.